Hi, Barry Lee with 92.5 Wink FM, excited to host the second season of the City of Winchester's podcast, The Rouse Review. In this episode, I'll provide an overview of this week's council meetings and talk with the city's human resources director about career opportunities. After that, keep listening for some current announcements to keep you up to date. So let's get started. Up first is the council bluff, a bottom line upfront recap of the October 27th, 2020 council meetings. At the regular meeting, Council adopted an ordinance authorizing additional appropriation of funds for necessary expenditures in the current budget year. The appropriation included allocations for CARES Act funding programs, capital improvement projects, and $75,000 for a housing study. Council adopted a privately sponsored ordinance authorizing an amendment designed to give developers more flexibility in the design standards in the city zoning ordinance for off-street parking definitions. The amendment would add new parameters for ingress and egress from buildings to allow for seating and display of merchandise. Current code requires this area to be delineated by curbs and this proposed amendment would allow bollards to be installed instead. At the work session, Council discussed several conditional use permit requests for specific properties in the city, an ordinance to rezone a parcel of land next to the Laurel Center on North Cameron Street, and a zoning ordinance text amendment regarding signage within the Medical Center District. All items were forwarded to the November 10, 2020 regular Council meeting for official vote. Council discussed a proposed ordinance to rezone 6.23 acres at 222 Spring Street to allow for 192 multifamily residential units and two commercial buildings along the Spring Street uh, frontage. The comprehensive plan identifies this area as a redevelopment site where planned unit development is encouraged. The owner will develop the front portion with commercial development, as was done along the east side of Spring Street, where Roy Rogers and Tropical Smoothie are located. No connections to Greystone Terrace are proposed. After discussing concerns about density, traffic, and impacts to the adjacent neighborhood, Council decided to forward the current proposal to the November 10th meeting recommending denial. However, the developer will have the opportunity to address the concerns before the official vote, and Council retains the option to table the item if the developer requires additional time. For more information on these topics and to view the agenda packet or to watch the meeting video, just visit the City of Winchester website and click Council Meeting Agendas under the Government tab. Throughout 2019, Winchester's unemployment rate stayed below 3%, which was lower than the national average. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit the area, unemployment rose to 9.9% in April. Well, thankfully, that number has continued a downward trend since, and by the end of August, the unemployment rate for Winchester was 4.7%, which means there are still many local residents in need of a job. So here to talk about available positions with the City of Winchester government is Human Resources Director Paula Knopfsinger. Welcome to the show, Paula. Hi, Barry. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'd like to talk about the types of jobs that the city has available right now. But first, tell me about the last six months. How did the pandemic affect human resources here at the city? That is a great question because, as you know, we continued our services. So our employees continued to work through the pandemic. Our first priority was the safety of our employees. We secured all the various types of personal protective equipment required for the different positions we have. We modified our workspaces with plexiglass 
and enhanced our sanitizing methods and tools. We were also very fortunate to have several positions that could telework, so we set up employees to do that. And for employees who had to work from our offices, we were able to stagger shifts so that the number of employees in the office at one time was minimized. Uh, finally, like a lot of other employers, we conducted virtual meetings and worked electronically. Excellent, excellent. So you're hiring, which is great news, but uh, what jobs are you finding hard to fill right now? You know, we do have a few that I would like to mention. One is an electrician in our public services department, and we have a few in our Department of Social Services. They are a family services specialist, a benefits program supervisor, and a CSA coordinator. And of course, we are always looking for firefighter EMTs and police officers. And what type of qualifications do candidates need for those jobs? You know, each of these positions have unique experiences, certifications, or degree requirements. So all of those details, along with all of our other open positions, can be found on the city's website. Excellent. And what types of benefits does the city offer? Let's start with the big one, health insurance. Of course. Uh, the city offers a bundled health care plan. So that means it includes medical, dental, vision, and prescription coverage. We are very fortunate to have affordable rates for our employees and their families. In fact, we are the only local government in the region that offers free health care for our standard plan for our employee level coverage. Excellent. Wow. And what about paid time off and sick leave? That's pretty important these days. Yes, it is. We offer a generous paid time off program for our employees to use for vacations, inter intermittent days off, brief illnesses, school functions, whatever the reason. We also have 13 holidays in addition to other leave like military, civil, and bereavement leave. And what about retirement? Do you offer retirement benefits? Yes, we do. The city participates in the Virginia retirement system, and that also includes life insurance. The city will contribute 5% of our employee salaries, and then the employee contributes an additional 5% towards the plan. The life insurance is valued at two times the employee's annual salary. And Paula, what about short-term disability? I'm really proud of this one. The city provides a short-term disability plan to all of our full-time employees. The benefit is 60% of the employee's wages up to six months. If for some reason the employee needs longer than six months, the Virginia Retirement System offers a long-term disability plan. Well, I mean, that's all the benefits I can think of. Is there any that I've missed or left out? Oh, there are a lot more that we offer. We have a lot of optional benefits that our employees can choose from to pay for through payroll deductions. Um, we have a cancer, critical illness, accident protection, flexible spending accounts for medical and dependent care. We offer identity theft, legal protection services, and we also offer a Roth IRA, 457 deferred compensation accounts. Whoa, that's a big, big list and a lot more than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to the city to take care of our employees so that they can take care of their families. They work hard for the citizens and visitors of the city to provide these essential services. So let's talk about part-time jobs. Uh, do you have many of those and do they receive the same benefits? We do have a few part-time positions with limited work hours or time frames, but those positions are not eligible for benefits. 
We are looking for part-time lifeguards or maintenance techs to help us out. All righty. Thanks, Paula, so much. This is some great information, and I hope it helps encourage some of our local residents to apply for a vacancy and either get a leg up or get back on their feet. So if someone finds a vacancy that they're interested in, what happens after they apply? What's the application process? Sure. We are actively recruiting all of our open positions. Each position may have a slightly different step here or there, but in general, Candidates that meet the qualifications will be contacted for an interview as the first step of the process. And of course, our public safety positions and social services positions are much more involved. Great, good information. And before we let you go, uh, anything else that you'd like to add? I would just say the city's a wonderful place to work and anyone who's interested in applying, please do. Excellent, Paula Nofsinger, thank you very much for spending the time with us, we appreciate it. Thank you. And in this final segment, here are several announcements to keep you informed. Over the past two months, the City of Winchester has participated in the Virginia Department of the Emergency Management's new Health Equity Pilot Program. The program provided staff training, PPE, and public health information for distribution in underserved and vulnerable areas in Winchester, especially in areas in need and at risk of contracting COVID-19. Staff distributed hand sanitizer, cloth masks, and health safety information in English and Spanish to 15 areas. For the third round of the City's CARES Act Emergency Grant Program, the City of Winchester will be awarding grants of up to $10,000 to eligible, locally-owned businesses and 501c3 nonprofit organizations that have been negatively impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. New this round, businesses and nonprofits that received funding from a previous round of the grant program are eligible to apply again with new expenses. Visit winchestervagovernor slash latest news for more information and to apply. Application deadline is November 13th at 5 p.m. If you are past due on your City of Winchester utility bills due to income loss caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, apply for assistance through the City's CARES Act Utility Bill Assistance Program, which is managed by the United Way of the Northern Shenandoah Valley. Help with mortgage or rent payments is also available. There are approximately 1,200 city residents past due on their utility payments. To check for eligibility and to apply online now, visit the United Way's CARES Act Rent and Utilities Assistant Program webpage at unitedwaynsv.org. The 2020 curbside leaf collection season will begin on November 2nd in Area 2. Visit the Public Works page on the city's website for details and to find your area number. City offices, the Joint Judicial Center, and the Jim Barnett Park Rec Center are going to be closed on Veterans Day, November the 11th. Also, wind tran routes and yard waste collection are canceled on Veterans Day. Winter is right around the corner, so residents needing help with heating their home can apply for fuel assistance through November 13th. Apply online at commonhelp.virginia.gov access or call 855-635-4370. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic restrictions applied by Phase 3 of Virginia's reopening plan and for the safety of the community, the city has canceled the 2020 Holiday Parade and Tree Lighting Ceremony held annually in Old Town Winchester. In its place, Happy Holiday, Happy Holiday, 
A light show in Jim Barnett Park called Holiday Lane will be available for our community to experience for free and from the safety of their vehicle. The lights and holiday scenes will be installed around the road that meanders through Jim Barnett Park from Oak Drive past the dog park and ending near the rec center on War Memorial Drive. The lights in the park and holiday lane show will be available from 5 to 8.30 p.m. seven days a week, November 23rd through December 20th. And who knows, maybe the big guy (laughs) will show up too. And last but not least, we urge you not to let your guard down as COVID-19 cases in Winchester are rising. Please, please remember to practice the three W's, wear a mask, wait until you're able to social distance, and wash your hands often. If we all do our part, we can protect each other and slow the spread. So that's going to do it for this week's Rouse Review Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Barry Lee with 92.5 Wink FM. We'll be back on the second Thursday in November at 5 p.m. So long for now and stay safe.